It's so addictive. You're outdoors. It's vibrant. It's visual. It's explosive. It's very satisfying. It's like a drug with no side effects. I have in front of me Sarah Kalal. Sarah is the CEO of an organisation called the Clay Target Shooting Association of South Africa. That's quite a mouthful, so we're just going to call it CTSA. And Sarah is here to tell us about clay target shooting, but also about sport shooting in South Africa. What she's going to try and convince everybody is that sport shooting, although it involves firearms, is something that's fun. It's something that requires a great deal of dedication and discipline, but at the same time it is something that the whole family can do. You can do it irrespective of your age, and you can even do it if you're in a wheelchair. So, Sarah, where does a foreign accent come from? Okay, well, I was born in England, and I did a lot of my shooting in England from the age of about 20. I shot internationally. I shot for Great Britain, and then I, I won't tell anybody how old you are now. <laughs> okay, it's I a don't few. Mind. Ye- it's a few years older, but yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a lot younger then. Now I'm 55. Now I turned 56 this year, and I met my husband to be in a international event in South Africa. I was in England and I was doing a lot of shooting. I came out to South Africa uh, to participate in an international event. How it occurred was that I was in no relationship. I was busy working, concentrating on my shooting. I'd won a shotgun at a local event in England and I sold it. And with the money, I bought an air ticket to South Africa. And you've been here ever since? Well, I came to the competition in February 1992, and I emigrated at the end of 1992. And then Mark and I got married in January 97. Now, we're talking about clay target shooting. You said that you shot internationally. So let's break that down. Who did you shoot for? I shot for Great Britain, and I shot a discipline known as FITAS Sporting. Now, obviously... For people that are listening, you got international colors. You represented your country. Yes. You came out to South Africa. You obviously liked what you saw, including that of your husband. (laughs) And again, for the listeners, I I just want to make a a couple of observations here, and that is that um, South Africa is an ideal sporting country. We have fantastic weather. We've got wide open spaces. And clay target shooting, believe it or not, doesn't require a great deal of space. So here you are in South Africa. Did you continue to shoot? Yes, I did. Although, you know, we don't have the same number of competitions and quality of competitions here as we do in Europe. I was used to shooting internationally. I shot uh, for the team four times. We shot in America, Portugal, Germany, uh, lots of places. And it's very cheap to do that when you're in Europe. From South Africa, it's not so, it's not so easy. We're a lot more isolated. <laughs> it's a lot more isolated, before, before yeah. We, before we talk about international mm. uh, competitions, because obviously South Africa is internationally competitive, let's talk about clay target shooting. Mm. What is clay target shooting? Well, clay target shooting is If I put it down into a sentence, it's the art of hand-to-eye body coordination to hit a flying object that varies in speed, distance, size, and trajectory. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, you bust the clay in the air. Yeah, basically, you say we go clay busting, and we use 12 gauge shotguns and cartridges to bust them. And what's different to other forms of sport shooting 
is that you see a result, don't you? There's nothing more satisfying than when you powder that clay. It's so addictive. You're outdoors. It's vibrant. It's visual. It's explosive. It's very satisfying. It's like a drug with no side effects. So who shoots clays? Who can participate? Are there age limits? From 9 to 90. In fact, we've got a a 93-year-old in the Western Cape who is still shooting. He's still going clay busting. It's, It's from all ages, all sex, everything. So who typically could I expect to see on a clay target shooting range? We have lots of families. We, we have, it's, it's mostly male, but we have about 40 women in our association. We've got almost 1,000 members. So you'll typically see members, we've also got juniors. You know, we've got about 80 odd juniors. So it's, it's very much a mix of people. So again, because I have a declaration to make at this stage, and that is I'm a clay target shooter, not a very good one. In fact, I'm a pretty <laughs> lousy one. Sarah's laughing in the background and smiling because she, she knows how bad I am. In fact, relatively speaking, very few people who shoot clay targets are actually a member of, a, a, of the CTSA because we have a lot of casual shooting. We have a lot of facilities available in this country where people can go clay target shooting. So How do people get into clay target shooting? What do they do? We have a website where you can find our clubs. We've got 40-odd clubs all around South Africa. A lot of people try clay target shooting because they've heard about it and they go and have a bachelor's day or they have a a team-building day with their company and they try it that way. And so most of our new members, the, the average age is actually around about 39 Uh, Which is young, actually, for um, this type of discipline. I'm quite surprised to hear that. Yeah. Well, it's. I think what happens is that people are generally more settled into their jobs. They might have got a a youngish family, but not too young. They've got some spare income to spend on clay target shooting. It's not the cheapest of sports. Whilst we do want to market ourselves to the young people and to expose them to clay target shooting, because it's, it's a brilliant sport for young people to engage in, because it teaches them responsibility, discipline. And we've even had one young man who uh, it improved his dyslexia because his hand-to-eye coordination improved his cognitive ability, his his brain function, and yeah, it was. That and he was had fun, amazing. no doubt, doing it. Oh, he had lots of fun. Yeah, I mean, to watch the the youngsters shoot, you know, you see this huge grin on their face when they fire their first shot and they bust they their first, bust their first well, target. Well, again, I, I'm going to give a personal anecdote here, and that is that uh, my son's a clay target shooter. And it didn't take him long to start out shooting me because youngsters have quick, quick reflexes, Absolutely. much better hand-to-eye coordination, and that makes them better and quicker shooters. So we've got facilities all over the country. Um, let's talk about Gateng, for example. Uh, where would one find a range? What type of facilities? Is it in the middle of nowhere? Does it have restaurants? Is the coaching available? Can you hire a shotgun? How does it all work? In Gauteng, we've got several clubs, from small clubs through to world-class facilities. And the ideal thing to do is to contact the club in advance and make an arrangement to go in on a practice day, hire a shotgun, make sure that you know they've got the eye and ear protection and that you can get ammunition. And proper supervision. And, and proper supervision. The bigger clubs have got coaches on hand, and you just make arrangements to make sure that you've got someone who can show you the ropes uh, when you visit. I, I'm trying very hard not to get into the international aspect right now. 
So coaches, of course, have to be qualified. Mm. So very briefly, how does a person qualify to be a coach? Do they do it locally, go overseas? How does it happen? Both. What we've done is we've got several coaches who've qualified internationally, and one coach has come back from being qualified as a coach in coaching coaches, and he's now coached 12 of our club members, and now we've got 12 uh, CTSA Fit as sporting club coaches all around the country, and so, they not only sorry they not only teach sporting, but they teach the basics of clay target shooting, and they teach safety as well. So, so where we are is we've got a facility that can make the shotguns available, can make the necessary coaching available in a safe environment. So it's an ideal thing for people to go and try, isn't it? Mm. You mentioned corporate events or yes. bachelor's party now, um, CTSA is very strong on uh, safety. So guns and alcohol don't go. Let's make that clear. So if it's a bachelor party, the shooting will take place before the party. But it's an ideal environment for people to go and try. Are there clubs that specialize in providing corporate events? So if someone has 20 people that they want to expose to clay target shooting, is that doable in the context of CTSA? Absolutely. And we carried we encourage all of our clubs to provide corporate shoots because it's not just an income to the club. It's exposing our sport. It's giving fantastic enjoyment to the people who do it because you don't have to know how to shoot in order to go onto a team building day or a bachelor's day. It's not like other sports where, for example, with golf, you really do need to know how to play golf. Okay, so in, in Gauteng, we've got... Uh, Centurion Gun Club. We've got Wattle Springs Sports Shooting Club. Which I might add is one of those world-class facilities. Yes, it's absolutely. Got, it's got chefs. It's got a proper restaurant. Yes. They do equestrian events as well, if I remember correctly. Yes. It's an all-round facility. It's a good day out. It's, it's it? a beautiful venue, and they're constantly upgrading and adding more facilities there. So so they're a top-class, world-class facility. Centurion Gun Club also hosts big events. And then we've got Waterhaven Estate. they much smaller club, but they host corporate shoots. Also very, in a very, very good. Pic- very picturesque Beautiful. environment yeah. as well. Yeah. So, again, it's a good day out, isn't it? Highly, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. And it's highly professional too. And, yeah, and I know a lot of people who've been to all of these venues uh, on their corporate days. I mean, they just love it. So now… I want to try and dispel one of the big myths about shotgunning. Yes. And that is that if you shoot a shotgun, you're going to get knocked off your feet. <laughs> is that true? No. No, I think if you're a very tiny lady, uh, that's possibly true if someone gives you a, the wrong type of shotgun. Sarah's a very tiny lady, just by the way. <laughs> I'm average. I'm five foot six. I weigh 58 kilos. Uh, so I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a big build, and I'm, and I'm the same as I was 35 years ago. So, you know, I, I've, I've always been this size. So, and I've always shot a 12 gauge shotgun. I did try a automatic shotgun once, which gives you less recoil, but the darn thing broke after 11 months. So I got my money back. <laughs> then <laughs> so, I went back to an over and under. So should, should a woman or a child be afraid of picking up a shotgun and shooting it? No, the child, the sort of ruling or, or guidelines, because there are no rules, is that the child should be of such a build that they can handle the shotgun. And generally the age, if someone is a big nine-year-old, then they can shoot. But generally speaking, it's 11, 12-year-old, 10, 11, 12-year-olds that can start shooting. And there are shotguns that are smaller that give less recoil. So that's I would recommend. So what we'll do is we're going to talk about fitting a shotgun and where to get Mm. a shotgun and how much it costs a little bit later in the program. So. I think the message that we're going that we're going to give everyone so far is 
until you've busted the clay, you can't say it's a bad thing. You've got to go and do it. You've got to try it. It's an enjoyable experience. The facilities are there. Yeah. Now, that is the social element, and it's a very important feeder into competitive shooting. And what CTSA exists for is really to help service competitive shooters as well because CTSA is the body that coordinates competitions in South Africa. So let's start with what international affiliations does CTSA have? We are internationally affiliated to the a French federation called FITASC. And if I can get the actual acronym right, it's a, <laughs> it's the Fédération Internationale de Tier aux Sportives de Chasse. And you can tell I didn't do a lot of French <laughs> at school. No. Or if I did, I've forgotten it. Does this only relate to France or does FITASC get shot all over the world? It's worldwide. It's all over the world. They have several disciplines. We have three of their disciplines. One is FITASC Sporting. The other one is Universal Trench. And the other one is one called Trap One. So it's worldwide. They have world championships, World Cups, European championships and continental championships. Championships. Now, does South Africa host international events? Yes. In fact, we're hosting one of their international events at Valley Gun Club. So that is a what they call a continental championship. So there we will get probably between 50 and 60 international shooters. And we have a regular visitor of George Digweed, who is the most He's prolific. And a man. You've actually got to look at George Digweed because he is so prolific. He's won 26 world championships, 19 European championships and 10 World Cups. That's mainly in the, the sporting disciplines. And he comes and, to shoot in South Africa. And he comes, he loves it here. He's been coming here regularly for possibly 10 years. What we also need to touch on, because this is an important aspect as well, is that we, we get people to come to this country, don't mm, we? Yes. And those international visitors, they pay in, in foreign exchange. And they come, do they just come and shoot or do they holiday here? Do they spend a bit of money here? How does it work on an international level? Both. The, the Cape Town and the Cape Town area is a massive attraction for our overseas shooters. We've got regulars who've been coming there, for, as I say, uh, I think that the first event they held there was probably almost 10 years. In fact, I think it was 10 years ago. And they, so they bring the families, they do tours, they go off to the Kruger Park, they go further into Africa, they tour around South Africa. So it's, it's a huge attraction. So there's a, a big economic benefit to us hosting clay target shooting in South Africa. Absolutely. Let's talk about, um, well, before we talk more about international competitions, why is South Africa such a good venue? We have the right weather. <laughs> um, it's not it, <laughs> grey and dreary like England, is it? Well, if you think about it, we, we hold our international events generally in uh, March, the, for the sporting anyway. And obviously in Europe, the weather is terrible. So, it's cold and wet, isn't yes, it? Yes. I mean, you know, having lived in England for most of my life still, I'm not that old yet. I've still got to live a bit more here. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, the weather in England is cuck, you know, if you're allowed to say that. But, yeah, so people come here, they come in from case Holland. you didn't hear it, it's cuck, cuck. Spoken by an English lady. Yeah, sorry. Maybe I shouldn't say that. But. And I think associated with that is a question that um, often pops up. So let's pop the question. How safe is clay target shooting? How safe are the ranges? The the ranges are incredibly safe. I mean the the safety record of clay target shooting around the world. I mean it's it's like the second safest sport next to tiddlywinks for <laughs> for injuries. Yeah, <laughs> the the injuries that 
can occur very rarely are from the equipment, the, 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 the clay launchers, the traps, and not the shotguns. So, you know, but so that's just… So it's a know. safe sport? Absolutely. It, it takes place on, on shooting ranges that are controlled. Do you have a set of safety regulations? We do, very strict, yes. So you, you also regulate safety. And I think an important aspect is the fact that you are accredited with the police. Yes. What does that mean? The Clay Target Shooting Association is an accredited sports shooting association with the police. So that means that we can uh, give dedicated membership status to our members, which will help support their license applications. And, yeah, we, we are accredited with the police. So if I want to get my shotgun license and if I want to engage in clay target shooting, am I going to be intimidated by going to a club? Am I going to face a bunch of people that think that because they shoot clay targets, they are uh, better than somebody else? So they wear tweeds and <laughs> jodhpurs or anything like that. What, what type of person no, shoots you're, clays? You're, you're thinking of like a 100 years ago <laughs> when they used to shoot glass balls and, and they until they decided that was a bad idea. No, it's only intimidation in your own mind. The, the, the people in our association, our members, are fantastic. They, And I mean, I'm not just saying that because I'm punting the association. Our members are incredibly helpful. Everybody starts at the bottom. So please... Don't be, don't feel intimidated if you see someone who's a really good shooter. They want started like you did. And I think it's important to note, and we both know the person I'm going to talk about without naming him. It's open to, it's open to people with disabilities, isn't it? Um, this particular person started shotgunning in a wheelchair. Yes. And he was, he was considerably successful yes. because he was at no disadvantage. Um, when shooting with able-bodied competitors. Absolutely. Yeah. So. If you're in a wheelchair, if you have some disability, clay target shooting is a sport for you because it, it accommodates people with disabilities, doesn't it? Yeah, and m- most of our clubs can accommodate wheelchairs and the, the ranges, the standard ranges, they're absolutely wheelchair friendly. So, you know, if you are in a wheelchair, don't feel shy to, to come along. Just, you know, contact one of our clubs and make an appointment. We, we did talk about international events and we went away from that. South Africa, clay target shooting in South Africa, is an internationally recognized Olympic sport, isn't it? Correct. Tell us about yes. the Olympics because when, generally speaking, we talk about the Olympics in South Africa, not only do we think about swimming, but we think more about failure than success. So let's talk about shooting clays at an Olympic level. Yes, we are an Olympic sport. We have three Olympic disciplines, Olympic skeet, Olympic trap and Olympic double trap. So shooting first appeared in the Olympics in about 1900. I think that was Paris. So we've got a very long history of participation in the Olympic Games. And the shooting sports are the third largest contingent of athletes in the Olympic Games. It's very tough to qualify for the Olympic Games and we get set very tough criteria by SASCOC. So it's, it's a, it's not a easy, uh, achievement to make. So in the Can past. Can someone start clay target shooting with the intent to become an Olympic athlete? Absolutely. Yeah. Have, has anyone done that? Yes. So we, we've had several people participate in the Olympic Games. We've actually had success in the Commonwealth Games because they shoot the Olympic disciplines. We've had a silver in the men's 
double trap and a gold in the ladies single trap. Well done for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> let's emphasize the ladies. Yeah. We've got a gold in the ladies event. Mm. And it's, it's, you know, shooting internationally is something that, you know, a, a, a number of people strive for. And it's, Something that you cannot describe when you actually achieve that. I've stood on the podium and uh, won my gold medal. You know, I've won the European Championship twice. And to stand on that podium and to win for your country is the most amazing feeling. And that's what a lot of people strive for. So the Olympic disciplines holds that dream for people. And so we try and... Uh, create a structure that allows people to fulfill that dream. When last did we have competitors in the Olympics? Because uh, let's be frank, we mm. don't read about it mm. and we don't see anything about it on TV. So do we have people that participate in the Olympics? Yeah, this is a very difficult one because we, several years ago, we could use the African shooting championships to win quota places for the Olympic Games. They work on a system you acquire a quota place for the Games uh, for your country. And SASCOC decided that I think most sports were not allowed to qualify via Africa. So this took away one of the opportunities for our shooters to actually get to the Olympic Games. And we've experienced a dip in that. So what we're now striving for is to revive our Olympic disciplines. And we're doing that through encouraging uh, shooters to come back, to train harder, because you, you need to be shooting those top scores. You know, you need to be shooting at least 120, 122s out of 125. So, again, you've used the word athlete, and I think that we need to explain that you need to be an athlete. What does that entail? Yeah, look, our sport is not a physical sport in the same way that sprinting is, but you need to be mentally alert. You need to be physically fit. It's not 100% uh, mandatory, but it certainly helps because if you don't have that mental strength, you are not going to achieve. The, the mental part of our game is just like any other sport. You need to be mentally strong. So, and if your body is physically strong, then you're also mentally strong. But that also comes with training as well, mental training. What about uh, discipline and diet, practice? Yes, all of that. The, the discipline comes in training. So, People often say practice makes perfect. Well, no, it doesn't. Practice makes permanent. So whatever you're practicing, you're going to become good at. So you need to practice the right technique. You need to have a perfect gun fit. You need to be focused. You need to be able to cope with distractions. You need to let go of your ego. And this actually goes in everyday life as well, because if you don't have an open mind, then you cannot learn. So you need to go into your training knowing that you don't know everything and one needs to be able to take responsibility for your results. In other words, if you fail, take responsibility for it and then make it better. So, again, I'm taking a message. I'm taking two messages out of this so far. The first is that clay target shooting can improve your lifestyle. Yes. And secondly, it's not really age-specific. You, you've got to be fit, but you don't have to be a sprinter. So you can be 22 years old or you can be 64 years old. Yes. And you can compete in the Olympics if you're good enough. If you're good enough. Yes, there's no age limit. So what we need to tell people out there is we have the resources, we have the facilities, we have the coaching, the safety. Everything is there for you to participate socially. And if you can do it on a competitive level, then there's the opportunity to go as high as the Olympics. 
Yeah, and what we've done now, we've actually appointed a performance director. In specifically for the Olympic disciplines,、uh, Mr. Kuni Portita has undergone a ISSF training course. Now, ISSF is the International Sport Shooting Federation, and they govern the Olympic disciplines. So he's responsible now, and he's busy setting it up now. Is a structure to. Promote the national teams and to、uh, divide our shooters up into beginners, more advanced, and then the the high performance shooters. So that's what we're doing now, and that's the program that's going to be in place. So let's talk about funding and cost. What does a shotgun cost? How do you choose a shotgun? There are various ways to acquire a shotgun. You can look at first、uh, acquiring a secondhand shotgun, and that's I often advise that because. If you're unsure about how far you're going to take the sport, the shotguns can be quite expensive. So look for a secondhand shotgun, and that way you can test the shotgun. You can take it out at the club, obviously via a dealer because it has to be licensed, and you can see if it fits you and、uh, see if you like it. So, so fit of a mm. shotgun mm.、Um, is something that's critically important. And what you mean by that is that. The shotgun is comfortable in your hands. You can see over it properly, and so forth. Yes, and it can make a major difference to your shooting, can't it? Yes, it's it's vital. You know, it's like I suppose you're looking at something, say, like a not the same, but tennis racket. You know, the tennis player has to make certain that that racket has the balance and the grip, and that it feels comfortable. And the same with a shotgun. So、and、you can get that advice from a yes a person that knows shotguns. Yeah, we've got the the coaches who are, who are trained in gun fit. There are several people around the country who know how to fit the guns. So. Um, yeah, the ideal is to get a secondhand shotgun. You can chop up the stock a little bit and make it, <laughs> paint it, you know, whatever you want. I mean, the ladies, some of them paint them pink, and you know, so you know, you can do whatever you want with it. But don't do it to a. I think a secondhand shotgun really, you're looking at somewhere between five, ten thousand rands now. A new shotgun, something around about. Twenty-five and upwards. Well, in fact, I think we both know that if you really want to go to town on a shotgun, it can cost you five hundred thousand. Yeah, you can. You don't. <laughs> no, you don't advise that. No,、away. no, you don't have to do that. No. Funding and cost of shooting, because like all sports, it comes with a monetary implication. Do you get any funding from government? We have had、uh, several grants via the Department of Sport and Recreation for oh, so, development. So, so, in other words, this is so. This is a, here's another good message, and that is that sport and recreation recognises. Absolutely,、college. yes, yeah, no. We we are government recognised, and we we've also had、uh, lottery funding passed, and、uh, we want to do another、uh, application soon. So the the difficulty is that our sport is quite expensive. So to fully train someone, say for example, like you're looking for the Olympic Games, you're looking at perhaps one to two million rands、uh, per shooter. But it's doable, isn't it? The money is there from either from government sources or from within the CTSA.、Um, it's just a question of having the the right person with the right skill set at the right time, isn't it? Well, the CTSA doesn't have that amount of money, no, and the the, the government is not so generous that they would give that for one person. So it, it, we're mostly self-funded, but we we. Do as much as we can with the with the grants that we're given, and we have made a lot of inroads. We've trained a number of shooters. We've trained a number of umpires, which is vitally important in our sport. So, what's the future for clay target shooting in South Africa? It's very positive. We've got, you know, we, we've got a、um, a professional administration, and, and I know I'm blowing my own trumpet here, but you know, I'm full time, and I spend a lot of time going beyond. 
you know, just a normal sort of administration. I am a shooter. I totally understand how people enjoy their sport. You know how we think. I know how you think, <laughs> yeah. And I know – Obviously, I don't know everything. And, and, and that's you know how important shooting is to shooters, don't you? Absolutely. And the competitions yeah. and the f- facilities. Yeah. Is membership growing? Yes. We, we've, we've had a, a growth in the last few years. It was a little bit stagnant the last couple of years. But we, overall, in the last 10 years, well, since I started the job, which is 26 years ago, uh, we started off with about 300 members, and now we're up to, as I say, almost 1,000. And we're going to break that 1,000 this and those year. And are, those are regular shooters, aren't they? Because… You can't – you have to pay your subs, but you have to shoot because you want to get your dedicated status. You want to keep your licenses. So you've got to participate, don't you? Yes. If you if you are a dedicated member, then you need to keep shooting. Yes, that, that's one of the prerequisites of, of maintaining your dedicated status, yeah. And I think what's important when we end off is in order to get your dedicated status through CTSA, you have to participate in two competitions a year. But those competitions – can be anything from a social competition recognized by the club right up to an international competition. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, we we say that members uh, can use their club competitions and or CTSA, provincial, national, international competitions. So it's it very be, flexible. It can be anything from social to yes. ultimately competitive. Yeah, even a club league. You know, a, a lot of the clubs, they have shooting every month or sometimes even every week. And those targets go towards a league. And at the end of the year, they, they hand out medals and prizes. And, and that also uh, goes towards dedicated. So... I wish that there was a way that I could get everyone listening to this to experience the thrill of the first time you bust the clay. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing experience. It's available to you. Find the CTSA on the web. See what they're about. Get hold of a club and go and try it. Central.com